This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of For the Love of Sport. We are just off the heels of a fantastic women's Final Four. This is the NCAA tournament. Three-pointer. And it's stuffed. How did she do that? That's women's college basketball for those of you who are maybe not aware of what's going on, which would be hard to imagine because the women's tournament has been absolutely insane this year. The viewership, the growth, uh, the investment in the women's game is just, it's super special to be a part of and get the chance to kind of just take it all in. And I was certainly one of, I'm sure, millions and millions of people out there who got to watch the championship game, which was spectacular, really. Uh, And a huge congrats to LSU for taking on the championship. It was well-deserved. They did not miss nearly any baskets in the first half. It was a spectacle to watch. Of course, Caitlin Clark, uh, hats off to Iowa. They, they, you know, played a good game, but it was LSU's night. There was truly no mistake in that. And just super glad we got to bear witness to that. And I do want to call out here some fun information that I just found out. In speaking with our exceptional sound engineer, Mr. Troy Stone, he did a bunch of sound editing for the Women's Final Four and the tournament uh, across the different networks. So that's really cool that uh, the same guy bringing you For the Love of Sport and making uh, my voice and Simon's voice sound uh, not so annoying uh, is also the guy who does a lot of other work out there in the in the sports world. So kudos to you, Troy. That is awesome. It's cool to be even a, a small part removed from the tournament, but feels cool nonetheless. Yeah, Women's Final Four, we got the men's, men's Final Four tonight when we're recording this. I'm sure that's going to be a success as well. But with that, I think we should focus attention back to the powerful women in the sports world. Jerice Colon is the chief executive officer of the U.S. Center for Safe Sport. Before her center tenure, Jerice served as national vice president of child and club safety for the Boys and Girls Club of America, developing and leading child safety policies and initiatives for over 1,100 U.S. boys and girls clubs organizations and nearly 4,300 boys and girls club locations. Prior to that, she served as executive director of prevention and outreach for the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, leading prevention and education programs related to child abduction, sexual exploitation, and their delivery to children, families, and the public. Sharice was with the NCMEC for 15 years. An experienced child advocate who serves as an expert on issues related to child safety, Sharice has led prevention and outreach initiatives with youth, families, educators, law enforcement, and diverse communities. 
And I want to read this quote because it gave me such chills. Our mission is simple, to end abuse in sport. To accomplish this, we need to create systemic culture change in every sport, on every court. I'm just going to let the goosebumps aside there for a quick. Ooh. Welcome to the For the Love of Sport podcast, Jerice. Thank you. I sound real fancy. I know, yes, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This, is this your first convention? It is. Okay. Really? Yeah. It is. Wow. This is. Yeah. Yeah. Soccer <laughs> is like ginormous, yeah. which I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing this in person, someone told me there's a whole field, like a full yeah. size field. Usually they have two somewhere. Two. Yeah. Uh huh. It blows my mind. Yeah. No, it's nuts, and it's so cool to be at convention. And we're both soccer nerds, so to be around like just a bunch of like minded people is always like a unique and cool experience. Welcome to the the convention as well Thank for you. your first time. Hopefully Did you you're... bring your cleats? Yeah, you are, you gonna hop on the field? are you going to hop so, on the field? So don't judge me, but I might be wearing four inch heels right now. <laughs> Perfect. Five inches the limit, so okay. you're good. You All can right. play with four inch for sure. Yeah, four inches regulation. Okay, I believe that's your problem. We'll check with Skip when, when we talk to him. Yeah. But yeah, All right. you're All right. absolutely in the clear there. All right, let's get this started. So can you just tell us and our listeners a little bit about the U.S. Center for Safe Sport and maybe what you know, brought you to where you are, what motivated you to make the change over to the center? Sure. So I was just telling someone else earlier that I've been doing this work now for about 20 years. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to believe that it's been that long, but, you know, I started my career focusing in on abduction and prevention and talking to parents every day, mm. um, which was probably the toughest job I've ever had in my yeah. life. You know, after that, I went over to Boys and Girls Club, which was the most fun job I've ever had (laughs) in my life. It's just something special. Everybody should visit one. And, you know, having, you know, all things safety under my belt and then moving over to the Olympic and Paralympic movement, where this is probably the most, I don't know, contentious job that I've ever had in my life because everybody has a a thought about what the Center for Safe Sport can do, should do. And so it's been a really interesting journey. But the center has had an equally interesting journey. I mean, we've, we're almost open now for six years. We opened in 2017, right in the wake of the Larry Nasser that went on for so very long. Mm-hmm. But what it did was sparked a movement, hundreds of women who came forward and said, not anymore. Yeah. We're not going to take this. And we've seen that play out you know, across multiple sports, athletes are taking their voices back and demanding change. And part of that change was making sure there was a place that they could report and rely on when it came to preventing um, and responding to abuse and misconduct. And that's the center. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You said everyone, you know, everyone's going to have thoughts and opinions on the best way or what should happen. And I think even just dedicating like a whole organization and your mission to being that and at least trying and putting something out there to say, we're ready to listen. We're doing our best. This is better than anything we've ever had before. We're going to get there. It's going to take time. And I think like the quote Simon read talks about this systemic change, like change doesn't happen overnight in any capacity, right? It takes dedication and time. You know, where does that start for you? Or maybe where does that change come from? Obviously, at the center is doing a, a large number of that. But where do you kind of see that happening across all sports? Yeah. So, I mean, it's been it's quite the change yeah. right over the yeah. last couple of years. I mean, when we before we opened, there was no place where you could one report abuse yep. specifically for sport. There wasn't any sort of consistent policies or rules from sport to sport, from team to team to club to club. There was no um, consistent education, how to prevent it, how to report So I think that just opening the doors was like step one, right? Making sure that a place like that existed, that was funded, that had staff to be able to work with athletes to bring justice. But what's been like most fascinating is that 
you know, soccer, of course, is the lar- one of the largest NGVs that we work with, but there are 55 other sports that we deal with on an everyday basis, and they all have different needs and expectations. And to see those organizations, including soccer, start to make safety a priority um, and putting that at the top of their to-do list, right, and making sure that it is something that's an expectation. It might have been like that five years ago or 10 years ago, but it's not like this today and it won't be like that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing just this incredible shift in mindset, which I think is incredible. Yeah, We get about 100 reports or so a week which is remarkable considering that the first year we're open, we got 300 the entire year, wow. right? So in last year, we ended around 5,700 or so reports, which is again, a banner year every year. Yeah. Um, but one of the interesting things and really the hopeful things that I see is that the reports that we're getting, they're not just uh, this happened to me or this happened to a friend of mine, or I saw this happening. It is, hey, there's some boundary violations happening. Yeah. But this might happen and let's intervene now. Yeah. You want to be dealing with things where before it even happens, exactly. there are things I'm seeing and I want you guys to help us navigate that and figure out how we stop it from even being a thing. Absolutely. Love it. That sort of that thinking to that mentality of just like being aware of it, being like having that awareness and calling things out early. Yeah. I mean, I think that alone is like a huge change than 10 years ago. Like if you had asked somebody, would you be able to tell these signs? And that's all a part of like the work people are doing in organizations like you guys to provide resources and tools. And like, here's what you should be looking out for Mm -hmm. in this. And if we can stop it here, we don't ever have to deal with the nasty things that come out and are the stories that we hate, you know, hearing about what need to hear about because they're happening. And avoiding any assumptions or hesitations is, oh, maybe it's fine. I don't say anything, but yeah. like, just being vocal about it. Maybe you're mistaken. And that's really the worst thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like, then being that's it. vocal yeah. about it. That's the big thing. So I guess we talked a little bit about it, like the education, the resources. So what steps can someone take, you know, now? What steps can they take in participating in that change? I mean, I think the first thing is to go to our website and take a training. Okay. Right? Yeah. The Safe Sport Core training, the purpose of that is to build fundamentals on how to recognize it, where to report it, and what to do about it. I think education is really key. Because the more people know about what abuse looks like and how to prevent it, the faster we'll be able to get to things before they happen. And eventually we'll ultimately get to that goal, right, of eliminating abuse in sport. That's step one. I think as parents and administrators, understanding what the rules are in the clubs is really important because you have to know what the expectations are for the coaches and for everyone interacting on and off the field, right? And so if you know those, then you'll also be in a better position to say, that's not quite right. Yeah. That's not how we do things in this club mm-hmm. um, and start to speak up because, and then you start to get your voice, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not just athletes who've gained their voice over the last decade. It is parents too. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. I know that I want my kids to succeed. I want them to win. Um, and I want them to be the best of the best, but their safety is paramount. Yeah. That has to be first. And I want to know from this organization, what you're going to do to help keep my kids safe. Mm-hmm. And I think that piece right there is where we're seeing parents just really take some action and it's been needed. Right. Yeah. And now there's a place for them to get that those resources and that information. Yes. You talked about the the courses and the trainings. So those are all on, on safe sport. And some of those are like trainings are free. That's great. Obviously like it starts from kind of everyone just being willing and open to have the conversation and say the things that feel a little not great. What impact have you seen? So we obviously, you know, at Sports Engine, we get to interact with organizations and, you know, org admins. 
what like impact have you seen from organizations who raise their hand and they say, yes, like this is a priority for me. Have you seen that like when an organization or kind of a leader in the space chooses to do that, what kind of effect and impact that has downstream? I'm sure this is stories that you've heard about. Yeah, this organization did this and the, the change that you've seen is just, you know, tremendous. It happens all the time. Yeah. And it is magical. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're on bottom, right, if, yeah. if, if you don't have a lot of power in an organization and you're trying to effectuate change, it's hard. Yeah. Right. But the moment that you've got a leader that is strong, that is saying, here is what we are going to do. And then also put some accountability around it, right? Like if you don't, then you can't be part of this club. You can't play with us anymore, right? You got to get off the playground, right? Like you can't do that. And so when people start to see that real actions are being taken and there are consequences, because that's what we lacked for a really long time were the consequences, right? And visibly seeing what those are, then we start to see all of these organizations just start to shape up and then yeah. get shipped out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been really interesting to see because, look, we are just not going to deal with it. There's a club in Colorado who was having some issues with their parents just kind of, you know, being parents. Yeah. You know, say, say less. <laughs> yeah. And part of it was, look, if you, <laughs> this is a true story, like if you continue to act this way as a parent, like just belligerent and yelling at children. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. Uh, but yelling at children, then not only are you kicked out, but your kid is too. Mm. And guess what happened? Game changer. Yeah. They were nice to each other again. Yeah. Here are the rules. And if you don't follow them, here's what happens. If you don't want that to yeah. happen, don't do that. Awesome. Well, obviously you've dedicated, you know, kind of your career to protecting kids, whether that be at the various organizations who were before the U.S. Center for Safe Sport. But now that you're kind of in the sport world, what does youth sports and the experience of kids being able to play sports in our country, what does that mean to you? How has that impacted you now that you're right at the heart of it? <laughs> you know, I don't have kids, but there's lots of kids in my life. Yeah. And uh, when I, I think back to the sports that we used to run at local boys and girls clubs and yep. the looks on kids' faces, when they got to try something new or when they won a game or just this really wonderful, like coming together, the camaraderie, the teamwork and just sense of purpose. Uh, and it was fun. Right. And that's yeah. ultimately we would want kids to have is fun because that one just makes them more fun adults. <laughs> it just, it's good. And it's part of their development. Yeah. And so the thing that I want to make sure is that the kids continue to be able to have that fun and that experience in a really good and positive way. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing that you can do is, you know, put a kid in a situation, whether it's on a sports team or somewhere else, and then be abused in some way, whether that's emotionally and physically sexual abuse, because that is going to kill that spirit. And we owe it to them as adults to do everything that we can to make sure that experience stays positive and that we protect them and put them at the forefront. Because I can't imagine a world without sports, right? Yeah. Like, and we need that. Well, absolutely. Case in point too. Looking back at 2020 and just like everything shut down, everything shut down. But you know what didn't? Sports. It's invaluable mm-hmm. to the development of a kid. And what's really foundational for that is safety, making sure it's a safe environment. I've got a great team. You do. That really makes this work. Hi, Hillary. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're just a group of really dedicated professionals who've also made this the forefront of everything that they do. And, you know, it's been it's been a real pleasure just to kind of see the organization grow. People finally know who we are, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And you guys deserve to be known. I, I would attest to like anyone I work with. I have the privilege of working with the, the yeah. center for a couple of years now. And, you know, there's some meetings with people you're, all right, like hop in a meeting. Whenever I talk to like they're passionate, they're hard workers. We're always like very collaborative and just great partners. And so, yeah, I'd echo all of that. Thank you guys so much for all the work you guys do. And thanks for being on the show. But I can't, we can't let her leave. No, 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 no. The this or that. The, the this best or part. That this coming. or that? 
we have nine questions and I have one more at the end. Um, so 10 questions total, nine that are just this or that. You have two options and it's gut reactions only. There's zero thinking involved. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Couch or recliner? Ooh, couch. Soup or nachos? Ooh, nachos. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee all the way. Yeah, there we go. Cups in the cupboard, right side up or upside down? Ooh, uh, right side up. I know you got to like think. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. 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 Sure. Is that put away. <laughs> okay, got yeah, it. right side up. Okay. okay. Are you listening to an audiobook or a podcast? Podcast. Right on. Relaxing meditation or yoga? Yoga. Swim in a lake or an ocean? Uh, I would drown. So neither. <laughs> land creature only, folks. No water. Only land. Is it pronounced GIF or JIF? Oh, GIF. Nice. Team GIF. Uh, birthday cards. Are you keeping them or are you throwing them away? Tossing them. Heck yeah. <laughs> this is team toss away the birthday card. This is team toss. Thank you for the card. It's going away now. Final question. You're drafted now to an NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League team. Are you picking a perennial favorite? or a brand new franchise. Brand new franchise. Yeah, that underdog spirit. We underdog. like that. Underdog awesome. Spirit. Yeah. All, All right. about that. You hard questions it. are over. Oh my goodness. All right. yeah. And I love how you leaned into. Yeah. You were just the, you the like, focus. Coffee, it's gotta be. It's <laughs> like, oh, th we're doing this? Okay. And then you just like went full into that. I love the instant reactions. I'm a sucker for motivational quotes. Uh, they are my, I, I, I make my own stupid posters. That's, that's the level I'm at. He did make me a iPhone background. I can attest to oh, that. I, so this if, is, if you want that, he's in the market. Okay. This is what I do. <laughs> okay. What quote is really foundational to you that you love to like call back to and think of and that you'd love to impart to our dear listeners? Okay. Don't judge me. None. <laughs> None judgment. I love me some Ricky Bobby. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shake or bake. Shake and bake. And as soon as you said that, all I could think of was, if you're not first, you're last. Love it. That's a great one. And true. Because I always want to be the best, right? Yeah. yeah. I want to be the best all the time. Um, and so I think about that a lot. All right. I love Shake it. and bake. Shake and bake. Qu good second, though. <laughs> okay. That might be the name of this episode. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. That's outstanding. Drew, right, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. You know what, dear listener, there are very few things I like in this world more than when I get to bundle and save. I bundle and save my car insurance, which many of you probably do as well because of a silly little gecko. But this is not about the gecko today, okay? This is about Sports Engine HQ and an all new bundling program that they are rolling out. So instead of just getting the awesome tools, services, features, functionality that you get in Sports Engine HQ, you can also bundle other services, other products that we offer. I'm talking background screenings through NCSI. I'm talking live streaming and on-demand video for your entire organization through Rapid Replay. Do you need apparel, uniforms? We got it. Bundle Squad Locker with your HQ subscription. We can even help manage and run your next tournament with Tourney Machine. You can bundle all of these, any of these, one of these, five of these, and you can earn up to 60% off your first year subscription to Sports Engine HQ. It's pretty simple. The more services you bundle, the more you save. Sports Engine HQ is the ultimate teammate to use sports clubs, admins, and volunteers, making it faster, making it easier to run all of your programs. So now when you bundle, you can get even more tools to do this, and they're all at a discount. It seems like a no-brainer to me. If you want to learn more information, visit sportsengine.com slash pricing and bundling to connect with an expert. We'll help you choose a Sports Engine HQ package and bundle services to save up to 60% on your first year subscription.
that was fantastic conversation. I love reliving these. I love getting the chance to listen back to them. So many good bits of information that Jury shared about the work that, you know, her team and her do at the U.S. Center for Safe Sport each and every day to make sure that abuse is no longer a conversation that we have to have in the youth sports world. And it's it's just so important. And I oftentimes reflect on my experience growing up playing sports that I didn't think about this stuff. And for a lot of kids, that's the case. But for a lot of kids, that's that's really not the case. And I think the goal here is that every kid gets to have a successful, amazing, abuse-free youth sports experience. And people at the center are doing just that to help protect them. So thank you so much to Dries and the center for all the work that they are doing. We are proud to partner with them here at Sports Engine to make sure all those things are happening. So I'm going to do a call out here, folks. I want you guys to reach out to us and let us know so far what has been your absolute favorite episode. What's a topic that you know really want to hear about? What's a guest or someone that you are looking forward to exploring more about? We would love to have them on the show. For the Love of Sport is all about celebrating the people who make it happen who are doing everything they can to ensure that youth sports are the best possible experience and place that they can be. So we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts and we'll try to get someone on to have a conversation around. With that, I will bid you all adieu until the next time that we enter your earwaves. This has been another episode of For the Love of Sport brought to you by Sports Engine, the home of youth sports. As mentioned, if you have any guests, topics, ideas, feedback, comments, reach out to us at ftlospod at nbcuni.com. We'd love to hear from you. The wonderful Simon McKenzie is my co-host. Uh, we've got an awesome marketing team, Kelsey Irwin and Joe Brizonic, and our fantastic sound engineer is the one and only Troy Stone. Thank you, dear listener, for pressing play. We look forward to uh, seeing you next time. Bye! This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.